Welcome to Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast. I'm Chuck Slatkin. I'm here with my co-host, Steve Gould. Hey, hey Steve. Chuck. Anything happened lately in the world of film? <laughs> hey, I don't know. I was staying up late at night on uh, Sunday. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah, there it see, is. See another, another show, another year. So, uh, And everybody and now is talking about it. Oh, yeah, and has talked about it. And we'll also yeah. bring in a producer, Ian Slatkin, when he's able to join. But before we do that, I'd like to ask people to uh, please follow us on Twitter at Elgin Movie, Instagram at Elgin Movie Watchers, Facebook at Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast, and you can contact us at Elgin Movie Watchers at gmail.com. So here we are. and uh, Okay. And we're right in the middle of uh, of uh, what has become a, uh, I don't know, could you say a tempest in a teacup? I don't know. But I, uh, na- uh, my wife, Nancy, and I saw uh, the entire show. And uh, we initially thought when uh, the, uh, the slap heard around the world uh, was happening, we didn't see it. Uh, we, well, we saw it, but then all of a sudden, the, st- the screen kind of like, froze and we thought it was first our television then i thought oh maybe abc or maybe something happened which of course it did but you know there's always been controversy uh in a variety of things and uh i think we should also let our listeners know that even back in the early days there was controversy uh the, the, the I mean, first, having to do uh, with the Academy Awards, not just yeah, controversy yeah, yeah, in general. Everett, yeah. The Academy Awards show. Uh, one of the things that I, I, I recall is the, uh, the first African-American that was uh, getting an Oscar was uh, Hattie McDaniels for Gone with the Wind in 1940. And uh, it was segregated. And it was the producers of Gone with the Wind that said, hey, give us a break, you know, this woman's got to be there if she uh, wins to collect her Oscar. So they put her in the back there. I don't know what she's sitting with the help or what she did get it. So, I mean, that's a controversy that even reared its head as recently, I think is what, 2016 or 17, when there was a uh, hashtag Oscar so white. So, I mean, controversy has followed this uh, gold guy Oscar. Uh, for uh, many, many years uh, before we even talk about uh, the Chris Rock uh, and Will Smith controversy, I'd like to bring up the three refuseniks, uh, three people who decided they didn't want the Oscar. One was for a movie that Chuck always talked to me about that he liked uh, in 1970 called Patton. And it was George C. Scott. And he politely refused the Oscar, didn't show up at the show, and a producer for, for it, when he did get the award, took it, but he, he refused it. And then, of course, we all remember Sasheen Littlefeather, the Native American who came on 
and told when uh, Marlon Brando was going to get the award for The Godfather that he didn't want it. <laughs> but even earlier than that was in, uh, I think it was in the, uh, when was it? I guess in the early, uh, in the mid thirties, right around the time that the Writers Guild was trying to cut its teeth in Hollywood and the Writers Guild was on strike. The guy who was getting a, uh, an award, uh, Dudley Nichols, he refused the uh, Oscar in sympathy to the Writers Guild. And I don't know if you guys caught it, but uh, there were some people that were left out of the memorial for this uh, this show, uh, you know, when they do the in memoriam thing, and that I thought it was produced badly, but that's another story. There were some big ones. Yeah, I mean, one was Bob Saget. You'd think he was all over the place, and he wasn't even put in it. And, and then he, and uh, he was an Academy Award winner. Yeah, another guy who's one of my favorites, who was on on television as well as in movies, was Ed Asner. The other one, hey, you know, this guy, and he had a great voice. Meatloaf, you know, how could they forget him? I, I, I was surprised. I was surprised. And there was one more, a, a movie watch favorite, Robert Downey Sr. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did die last year. Yeah, I forgot that one. Yeah, him, yeah. And, him and Melvin Van Peebles died in the same year. Yeah, Melvin Van Peebles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, th there was snafus. You remember when came up for Best Picture and all of a sudden somebody screwed up? And they said it was La La Land, but at least the Academy at that time said, hey, hey, wait a minute. No, it's not. It's Moonlight. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens on these shows. I, I, I mean, it is, uh, it is live. And uh, who can forget David Niven as the MC <laughs> talking? And then a guy ran naked across the stage. And being the uh, inimitable uh, actor that David Niven is, he said, oh, I, I guess this fellow wants us to uh, see his shortcomings. <laughs> so, so those kind of things. I mean, that's one reason why I always enjoy the Oscars, because things happen. And obviously, something happened this time. What, what, well, what, what, are, you, what are you guys thinking about? The, the reaction of the audience to what took place was very different than the reaction of the audience when Michael Moore was talking about uh, you know, not waging uh, an illegal war and he was booed. Sure. That, was, that, I, was, that was a crime, but uh, you know, slapping right. someone in the face and cursing out uh, internationally is no reason to stop you from getting a uh, standing ovation. And how about uh, the Academy not starting up the music and playing Will Smith off, but letting this guy who just actually committed a crime talk for over five minutes. I mean, it was ridiculous. It shouldn't yeah, well. have uh, gone on. Now, I, I, I do have to say, in uh, it, following the tradition of the Oscars, that um, people are saying, oh, they should take it away from them. Uh, the fact is, if the uh, members of the Academy voted him in, it has nothing to do with what happened at the awards. If they did that, they would have to be taking the Oscars away from uh, Kevin Spacey for his behavior, and they didn't. So I'm not saying that, but I think that all of these supposed progressive people should really you know, get a, uh, get, get a little iron in their spine 
they should have sat there. All right, if they wanted to give a little applause or something, but to get up and give this guy, Will Smith, a standing ovation after what he did is, is a slap again in the face of the Academy and its members. What the hell is wrong with them? Well, it's who they are, though. It was revealing of who they are because here was some, some or here is somebody who's worth what between three hundred and fifty and four hundred million dollars, who has tremendous influence and power in the community, and anybody who might have thought of standing up and saying, "Said, wait a minute, I want to be able to work with him one day. I don't want to get blackballed or challenge this guy because the whole thing, the whole the whole industry is corrupt." And this is a perfect example of not that they, oh, they did something wrong. They revealed who they are. They would, you know, they would level and destroy somebody that they didn't didn't agree with and, and, and that. But in this case, where it could impact upon their own career and income and whatever, this guy was too powerful for that. Well, you remember when they went after Vanessa Redgrave when she was talking about the Palestinian issue? when she accepted her award. So, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, certainly, as you point out, it's certainly a double standard. Because they didn't cheer her. <laughs> no, 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 they didn't. So they you know, this, booed but, her. But, un, but this is who they are, and they revealed themselves. And let's face it, we may watch every year, but the ratings had, and, and the in, interest and influence of it has gone down every year until this one. Uh, and because in a sense, what is it? You know, it's, 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 it's well, we can say there's artistic people and technically uh, proficient people who are being honored, but it's also, you know, people with uh, big egos honoring themselves. And in the past, maybe people could get lost and identify in it and whatever, but now it's, you know, it's like, uh, who are these people? And, and that's who they are because, Anybody with any sensibility, right? You're going to be shocked that it happened. Here's the fact that not only was was this you know person assaulted and given an award later, but no one came on stage. No one came to check and see if uh, you know Chris, Chris Rock was okay. Was okay. There was nobody who came and spoke to this guy or said to him, "Well, listen, you know." You, you, this kind of behavior got you, you have to leave or whatever. There was nothing really, you know, de- dealt to the audience watching because everybody, everybody in charge, everybody involved with it, every member, everybody who was in that room, in a sense, is complicit with what happened because they didn't do anything about it. And if they, whatever they say after the fact or whatever, investigations, you know, to me is, uh, you know, it, it's ridiculous. I, I just wanted to fill in that the Academy has come out and said that they spoke to Will Smith and he refused to leave the Oscars. After oh, the slap. Okay. Well, that was, uh, that was good to hear that somebody did do something. I when thought was it that? was, I, it, it literally just came up on my iPad screen. Uh, no, but when did they minutes. speak to him right away? Right, right it's after suppo- the supposedly, slap. Supposedly they went to him afterwards and that's when he refused to leave. And I don't know if it's repeatedly they asked him to leave and he just wouldn't leave. But, you know, I think at that moment, multiple people went and spoke to him, not just necessarily. Well, I mean, there well, are, you know, commer- there are brought- commercial breaks, so we don't see everything that's there. And he even would- uh, he even said that Denzel Washington came up and said to him, you know, it's always 
at the highest point in your life when the devil comes to you. Uh, I think people were trying, but what's wrong with this man? He should have, uh, I mean, I think uh, late, late show host uh, James Corden did something that I thought was amusing. When he showed, you know, what was happening, he then turned to uh, the audience, the crowd in his, uh, in his studio. And he says, well, we know, we know two things out of this. One is that Will Smith can't take a joke, but that uh, Chris Rock can take a punch. And I thought, and, and it also helped Chris Rock's uh, sales. I mean, his tickets were selling for like, I think, 45 bucks and now they're selling for $300. And yeah, and I and I think and I think that's a big part of what happened, and the reason why the audience reacted originally to it, the way they did, is because Rock didn't make a big thing of it. He didn't. Right. He was. He didn't fall down. He didn't say. He kind of. He he. You know. He took it, and you saw he clenched his fist real quick when it came out of his pocket. But right. then he immediately let go. And was like, I have to finish right. this, and you know, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, at least he had the temperament to say, if something's gonna go down, it's gonna go down after I'm off camera. Not, right. you know, right. not while I'm on camera. And and I think he thought from the looks of it that he thought Will Smith was going to do something funny because of the Oscars, just like Steve says, funny things happen. Yeah. It's amusing. Right. You know, guys take it. And he just took it way too far. And, you know, and and and, uh, and I think, you know, Chris Rock really handled it very, very well because well, I don't think, you, I think everything inside of him was telling him opposite of what just happened. I think he was probably just yes. stunned. Yeah. And he was like, what the, f yeah. and then he was like, wait, I'm an actor. Just act, get through this, get off stage. Also, he was very cool about it. And basically like said to the audience, whoa, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. You know, it was, it was, it, it was great. I wanted to also bring up something, which I don't know. I might be reading into this. You had uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And you had Uma Thurman and Travolta because it was the Pulp Fiction thing and all that stuff. Okay. What happened when he got the award was he came up and gave a big hug to, to uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And uh, then a tiny little peck on the cheek to Uma. Maybe he didn't know her, but I mean, uh, it, it seemed very kind of off-putting. And then he saved the biggest hug for his fellow Scientologist, John Travolta. I mean, we we can't forget that both he and, and his wife, Jada, are uh, Scientologists. So, Well, they'll claim they were Scientologists that they left in 2015. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that. I mean, to me, the, uh, and, and, and Ian, maybe you know, has he uh, apologized to Quest Love yet? Yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up, Chuck. What a shame. This man, he, he made such an incredibly beautiful and powerful documentary. And he was very gracious about it. And his poor mom, his poor mom is standing there crying uh, while he is doing an anticlimactic speech uh, because of what happened i mean this is this is horrible i mean i think chris rock as the diplomat uh did the best he could <clears throat> and it really it it really uh really shit on uh quest loves opportunity to uh have a, a wonderful acceptance speech he did he did a good job but i i really felt sorry for the man yeah well i mean we can be honest that we're doing this you know, days after the Academy Award, and uh, eventually, uh, yeah, Will Smith right. uh, 
you know, apologized to uh, to Chris Rock, I think, because he realized how bad he was looking first in not doing it during his uh, acceptance speech or whatever, and then felt, you know, probably some PR person or something. Yeah. Hey, you better come out and say something because this is all about him. Every aspect of this was all about uh, uh, Will Smith, his whole reaction, how he did it. And anything he says, yeah. you know, people who even support him have to admit the fact that he was laughing in response to uh, 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 Chris Rock's joke. It wasn't a situation where he was offended immediately. Right. And so when he, when he looked over to his wife and saw her response, that for whatever reason, maybe all the you know criticism or jokes told about their relationship, you know, bubbled up, you know, within him. But he also proved that you can be worth $400 million and still be a cuckold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. to see I, that. Did you see uh, what she said, which was very, very plain? I mean, she didn't, you know, it was not necessarily uh, anything about her husband. And she's <laughs> saying, oh, we all should be, uh, uh, you know, kumbaya now, you know? And uh, I mean, what, what the hell is she talking about? I mean, is this Hollywood scuttlebutt that Chris Rock knew that uh, she had alopecia. Uh, he was making comments, uh, uh, Chris Rock, about couples. I mean, he did that about Javier Bardem and, and Penelope, and uh, they were laughing it off. So, I mean, it, it, it it's just very upsetting that something wasn't really said, you know, uh, like Ian brought up, they, they went to him. But, I mean, I guess they couldn't muscle him off, but I, I said to Nancy, I said, well, uh, I guess he didn't use a closed fist on Chris Rock because uh, since he played Ollie, maybe if he really hit him with a uh, closed fist, if he was charged, it would have been a felony. Well, I mean, I mean, first of all, he, he has slapped other people before. He slapped a guy on the red carpet. A guy asked him a question he didn't like, and he slapped him in the face. I mean, we don't know what this true story of this whole thing is. I mean, these are three people that have been in the business for combined 90 years at this point. I think they've all been in the business about 30 years. So they all yes. were young and around each other, I'm sure back then, who knows what's going on? Who knows what you know is going on? The alopecia thing, I think that is known. I think she's already come out and talked about that and her, I mean, the thing oh, yeah. is, yeah. the reason why is like, you know, they are a family that kind of are, you know, as mm. much as they, stay out of the spotlight they're very much in the spotlight they have these truth-telling stories they have two kids that are famous for them it's like their their business is in the streets and and when you have that you can't go to a show like that and expect that you're not going to get hit on and he didn't even really say anything <laughs> to me i felt it was an extreme overreaction and i'm sure something else way beyond it that we don't know about that we'll never know about or until someone does a tell-all later on in their lives of what the true story is that is about this, but who knows? Well, let me uh, throw in a, a conspiracy theory about what took place. And there's certainly enough people, if you look on, you know, on the what internet, whatever, that people are feeling that, uh, you know, the thing was, you know, staged for whatever reason. But then someone came what? up with, with well, saying, if you look at, you know, Chris Rock, you know, getting prepared for it and the open fist and all that stuff. But here's something that uh, conspiracy theorists will enjoy is that so alopecia hasn't had a recognized treatment for it that hasn't come out yet. There hasn't anything that anything has come out where someone, if you have it, 
they're going to um, uh, give you a prescription for something. You just have to deal with it. But uh, up until recently, in 2021, the presentation was made for a, a treatment for alopecia, and it's by Pfizer. Pfizer has the will have the sole treatment of for alopecia if it's approved by the FDA or whoever else approves these things. And who is the sponsor of the uh, Academy Awards? And well. since this has come out, besides all the th discussions about it, there have been more articles and discussions but about alopecia. It's gotten a whole education to the entire population about it. It's just, you know, an absurd thing, but I figured I'd throw that in. And now you can throw yeah. it out because I yeah, didn't see it no. that way at all. I thought it was. I know, didn't see legit. it that way either. But I, I thought it was, yeah. a, you know, a legitimate thing. And to me, beyond, you know, revealing that uh, obviously uh, Will Smith has some severe anger problems and needs to have anger management and could management. easily actually you know been arrested or sued or whatever i mean sure if, sure. if, if you if you're going to uh you know do something like that it's hard to do it in front of tens of millions of people watching you and right. claim that you right. didn't do it so so that yeah. so you know uh, uh, uh that, that that's there and it's unfortunate or whatever well, but, I, but i'll tell you uh, just let me just make one further point and then i'll give quiet is that you know, burn that nigh, you know, try to play catch up before the Academy Awards and see whatever films we can that's nominated for Beck's picture. And we saw a few, but we decided that we wouldn't see the uh, Will Smith picture, but I had wanted to see it. And now since this happens, I don't want to see it. I have no desire to see his film. Yeah. Not that I'm you know, boycotting it but, or anything, but it's because I don't feel good about the guy. I don't want to watch the movie anymore. Well, I don't feel good about the guy whose character he's playing. I mean, they call him King Richard. Well, the minute he, the minute he realized that he had two kids that were going to be super tennis stars, he basically pulled out of the relationship with his wife and wasn't taking care of the other kids. And I mean, he, he was a very unpleasant man and they're making a movie about him. Well, maybe they picked the right person to play him because he has the same personality as King Richard. And it's very telling what. But also as bad as you might say, you know, Rick, King Richard was in real life. Uh, he never assaulted anybody. Physically, well, no, that's he didn't commit no. crimes. So to say that right. they're the same person I understand you're making your point there that he's no sweetheart, right. but again, right. there's difference between saying stuff and hitting somebody. The law right. sees it that way, and most you know people see it that way. And the fact, again, as bad as what Smith did, seeing the audience stand up and cheer him, oh, you know, what horrible. forty minutes later or something, is oh. it, it, it reveals who they are, you know, and and yep. how yep. and basically. That this is a, this is a if it's not a dead industry, it's a dying industry. And Hollywood, it's one you know great night that it has you know to celebrate well, itself, reveal yeah. themselves. Yeah. I mean, reveal revealed themselves. They revealed themselves to be people that have a job that when you mess up, you go boop, start from the beginning and go again. Yeah, they can do that. Yeah. They have that nature to be able to stop and go. Wait a second, that was a bad moment. We're still here. Because you know what? I don't think Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith go to the Oscars normally. 
I don't think they're normally there. Oh, this was his big year. He knew he was going to win. This was the year he's been rebuffed all the other years that he could have won. He could have won for Ali. He could have won for different things. So this was his scent of a woman, right? It's just his like, I'm finally going to get the Oscar that I've deserved for years. And this is my night. And I'm sure that's why he didn't. Ref- yeah, that's why he refused to leave because he was like, no, I'm going to get the Oscar. I know I got it. You guys can't change that. But, you know, I agree that he should have apologized to Chris Rock in his in his in his speech. I think that should have been maybe one of the first things he did. And to the rest of the audience and say how he sullied the night yep. and then went on from there. But, you know, it, it was all set up that he, this was his night either. It was the fact that because Chris Rock didn't say anything about them as a couple. So, yeah, Regina and, Hall. And Regina yeah. Hall specifically, he's not going to get up and slap a woman. So that could have been fueling because that, that really kind of hit him, I think, in the sense that it was a little emasculating because it was pointing to what Jada's, you know, you know, supposedly what she does. It's just kind of boiled up. I don't know what it was. But Channel well, 7 said beforehand, they said, this is going to be an Oscars you'll never forget. Yeah, well, again, in terms of uh, yeah. what she's done, it's not supposedly because she's talked about herself openly. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and it's like, uh, you know, uh, whatever, you know, butt of the jokes or whatever anger he had or, whatever, you know, bubbling up, all that kind of stuff. It still doesn't justify his behavior as he's tried to, even in his apology. Well, it was more than I could bear. What was more than you could bear? Why were you laughing at it at first? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. I want to also bring up now, I think this is a very, very small percentage of individuals, but I was listening to uh, BAI this morning, WBAI, and uh, a... uh, a woman came on and she said, uh, well, I gotta, I gotta say, maybe people won't agree with me, but I'm really happy that, uh, I saw a, uh, black man stand up for his wife. And I thought, uh, I, I don't know if that's, uh, <laughs> if that's what I want to see. I mean, you know, if, if she, if that, if that, uh, if that listener who uh, phoned that in, of course, Chris Rock deserved it because he dissed his wife. Well, there's, I mean, a, I, I, there's a significant number of people, you know, in, in, in the African-American community, many women who've articulated that and, and, and feel that way. And, uh, you know, that's the way they feel. But uh, uh, Ian uh, had uh, sent me uh Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's article in in Substack, where he writes his whole analysis of the whole thing, you know, brilliant about whatever, and basically talks about, you know, how this is an insult to everybody, including a black woman, because again, it infantilizes women. Women can take care of themselves, right? But even after this, you know, brilliant article, there's all these responses many of them you know, praising him because he writes so well and makes the whole case about it. But many of them are talking about just like this woman you heard on WBAI, you know, who feel that way yeah. that they've gone through, you know, their lifetimes yeah. of, and that's how they feel. Okay. That's how they feel. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that, 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 that they're correct in, in, in analyzing, you know, human behavior, but, you know, people, right. uh, it'd be just interesting to see, you know the the, the long time uh, uh, impact on 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 Smith's uh, career. Now there is there is a 
and I, I don't remember when it was, but it was, I think, from the early 90s. It has Will Smith. He's a young guy. He was just, you know, I don't know if it was during his TV show or still his rapping career or whatever, but he was on some late night show. And he comes out and he sits down and he spots a uh, that there's a bald guy in the orchestra and he starts making fun of him and say, oh, yeah, look at that guy. He's got to... Uh, 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 shine his head twice a day and all this. So he did actually worse, unless you, you know, unless alopecia yeah. is a medical condition, but male pattern baldness isn't. But uh, he he <laughs> he slapped people before. He's uh, uh, done exactly the same thing of making fun of people, you know, with ailments, including baldness before. So the guy is whatever he's going through. He's a hypocrite. And he's got ang anger issues, but he's worth $400 million. And he's in a community that looked the other oh. way about Harvey Weinstein, right? They yeah. knew what Harvey yeah. was doing. But hey, I got to get a job. I have to work for him. So I'll keep quiet. I won't stand up for these people. And I won't stand up against uh, uh, well, this so guy either. Yeah. That's well, you it. know, uh, there was something uh, 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 re recently. Uh, in uh, 2017, Manchester by the Sea, and Casey Affleck right. got got the award, and uh, for best actor. But he he was still on uh, brought up on on the carpet because of uh, I forget the name of the film, but he supposedly uh, had uh, harassed some young woman on the set of that film. Fortunately, he begged out the following year of being the, you know, the presenter, how they do that, you know, yeah. where the next year you're the one that presents, he politely begged off of doing that. But, uh, you know, th th these things, uh, they just uh, continue to happen. Yeah. Well, people have done some pretty terrible things in the history of film and abused people and committed crimes and whatever. But so far, this is the first time that someone assaulted someone live on television, uh, on television that yeah. the entire world saw. So it, it does yeah. put it in a, in, in a category. But to yeah. me, I, I was... I didn't his, do anything wrong. Do, yeah. uh, well, do you have was, any witnesses? Yeah. <laughs> and also, he was, do, he was acting for God, too. I mean, that's why... Well, oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And, and, and that aspect of it. But again, yeah. as shocking as the event was, the fact that people were standing and cheering and applauding oh, him. And then he goes to the party afterwards, dancing, and oh, oh, singing and having it, a wonderful time. Absolutely incensed me. Yeah. Really horrible. Well, it looks like we, uh, looks like we, uh, buried this, maybe one. <laughs> buried this one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what's, what, what was the film play it to death, Sam? Is that what we're, you know, <laughs> But I, I hope people uh, that are, are listening at least uh, got some interest out of uh, out of this and some food for thought. And maybe uh, they don't have the same opinions as we do on this, but at least uh, well, it's a good uh, it's a good dialogue. Yeah, well, and, and before we go, I'd like to uh, ask us, ask us <laughs> people yeah, too. to please follow us on Twitter at Elgin Movie. Instagram at Elgin Movie Watchers, on Facebook at Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast, and please, uh, you can contact us 
uh, via email at elginmoviewatchers at gmail.com. And we'd like to hear your opinions and uh, takes on stuff and suggestions for for future podcasts. And that's again at elginmoviewatchers at gmail.com. Folks, if you see me on the street, if you didn't like what I said on this, please don't slap me. <laughs> All right. Well, right, I think well, I I had a good time uh, today. I don't know if anybody else did, but I, no, I enjoyed sure we did. it. And yeah, we look so. forward to seeing everybody at, at the next podcast. And okay. uh, thank you for joining Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast. Thanks for having okay, me. Okay, Chuck. And Take thanks, care. Ian. Thanks, Ian. Thank you. Thank you.